You're listening to Detroit Today on 101.9 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, thanks for tuning in. School safety is top of mind for parents across Michigan and across the nation right now after the shooting in Oxford last week. But that's on top of the other major school safety threat that we have been dealing with for almost two years now, and that's the COVID-19 pandemic. Districts have done their best to deal with the reality of holding in-person classes amid a deadly pandemic for months this school year, and they've been doing it without the help of $300 million in federal money that is earmarked specifically for that purpose. Why? Because state lawmakers simply haven't gotten around to passing it along. That's the subject of a new column in Crane's Detroit Business, by senior editor Chad Livingood. He joins us now to talk about it. Chad, welcome back to Detroit Today. Thanks for having me, Stephen. So let's start with some background. Why was this money approved, and what did Congress intend schools to do with this money? Yeah, so when the Congress was, was shaping and putting together the American Rescue Plan back in the winter, um, you had a disparate uh, regulation of schools across the country. Some were closed, some were in these hybrid, uh, and some were fully in person. And just it kind of depended state by state. But they knew that uh, the majority of, of large districts, particularly in urban areas uh, and suburban areas, uh, were were shut down or uh, largely uh, remote. And so reopening schools kind of a key thing to reopening the economy and to getting people back to work. I mean, we sent a million people home uh, um, from the workforce in a matter of two weeks in late March, early April last year when we had the first big shutdown. And so uh, getting people back to work is really dependent upon 1.6 million kids in Michigan schools, back in Michigan schools. Um, and so Congress put this money in here for, for, for schools, for grants for helping their reopening operations, and one of the one of the focuses is on testing, um, providing uh, you know test kits, paying money for personnel, for nurses or other type of medical personnel who can administer tests, um, just in the same way that every police department now has pretty much in in the country has a rapid test uh, in every police precinct, and then and, and officers are tested daily, and same thing with firefighters and, um, and emergency medical personnel and doctors and nurses and other kind of critical uh, operations. Uh, people, uh, Congress viewed that, that, that teachers and students themselves needed to have some kind of access to testing on a daily basis. And that's why they put this money in in March with the intent that it would be uh, uh, implemented uh, in August or September when schools started reopening in Michigan and elsewhere. Hmm. So... Why haven't lawmakers acted? Why is the money still sitting around? That's a good question. Um, you get this uh, response from um, uh, the uh, House Appropriations Chairman, uh, Thomas Albert, who said, well, we've already appropriated money for testing, um, and the administration hasn't spent it. Well, that's, that's money for testing, in, uh, and that goes down to the, the community level in, um, in broadly in, in, in the hospitals and in, and in local health departments. This is a separate pot of money, and there's really not a much of an explanation beyond that. Well, we've already appropriated uh, testing money, or this is multiple years. Well, this this money in particular is not for multiple years. It has to be spent by July 31st, and 
I was raising the question, here it is, the first week in December, and we still haven't even appropriated this money, mm -hmm. much less deploying it. It's not exactly easy to sort of marshal these resources um, and and get these into, into, into schools. And so there's not a lot of explanation other than they when they did the budget back in September, uh, they put off doing um, making decisions about the multiple billions of dollars in COVID stimulus money from the American Rescue Plan uh, for another day. And, and because they put it off for another day, um, they, it's just been kind of, uh, you know, legislature can hold it up. I mean, that's how the, our process works. Governor proposes, the legislature disposes. And the governor has been asking for this money since the late spring. Mm -hmm. uh, they even put it in writing in a request back in July and still uh, have not gotten it and back and back in mid November when the legislature was on its um, annual deer hunting uh, uh, recess, uh, the um, state budget director made another request in writing to have this money appropriated just because of the urgency of if they're going to get these grants out to schools, they got to get them soon uh, in order for that to be actually be effective in the spring at this rate. So, what do school leaders say about? the absence of this money in their budgets and in their efforts to try to maintain in-person instruction during the pandemic? The school superintendents I've talked to, um, uh, you know, are, are working under duress every day. I think that that's the best, I mean, the best way to put it. And last week with the, with the shooting in Oxford, it, it became just uh, absolute emergency in many cases. Um, they, they are trying to uh, manage a constant, constant churn of students testing positive, teacher tests positive, students that, then, that they were around all get sent home for quarantine. They got to get tested in order to return to school. Some schools have gotten a little more flexible where they, you can test every day, um, but you have to go out and get the test. And I mean, I know that they're doing this in Washtenaw County, but parents have to go out and find a test every single day, rapid test. Uh, for their kid in order for them to stay in school if they were exposed. Mm -hmm. um, and and that is just proven really, really difficult. And so there's there's an untold amount of, of, of loss of learning that's going on this year because kids are continuously uh, getting exposed or, or other kids are getting COVID and, and it's just spreading. And so, um, and yes, there is a lower uh, percentage of, of uh, much lower percentage of young 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 people who actually get really sick from COVID, or end up, or end up in the hospital, or or in a much much more lower uh, uh, case of of, uh, of death by COVID for, uh, for young people, but it still spreads. Uh, and and so part of the thing that kind of is most confounding here is we've had a lot of time to understand how this virus works. And by last spring, Congress had the aware of all an idea that should have um, school level testing uh, in order to maintain the continuity of schools. Uh, but the legislature just has not uh, engaged on this. And I've, I've seen this multiple times uh, throughout this pandemic where legislative leadership uh, in the Republican Party uh, that controls the legislature has really just lacked any urgency regarding the the threat to COVID, and yet they they've also stated over and over they want schools running, they want schools open, um, and this is one way to get schools open and keep them open, uh, because we've seen a lot of schools in um, in Detroit, uh, Ann Arbor, uh, and elsewhere that had to close down for whole weeks or Fridays now in Detroit and Southfield. Uh, shut down, essentially trying to just 
just to mitigate COVID spread um, as much as possible. But that's continuing to, to just chip away at the at the classroom instruction time and and causing, you know, untold um, long term effects to our our education in our economy, and also uh, can, it continues to keep parents uh, at home uh, or caregivers of some sort, which is fewer people who can re-enter the workforce. All this stuff is really interconnected, and I, I do not see that there's a lot of um, uh, forethought about that right now in, in at the Capitol. Hmm. So we've only got about a minute left, but I wonder if you can talk just a little about the prospects for this actually getting resolved. Well, the legislature is um, they've, they've got a couple more days here in December that they can uh, they could still take up a, a supplemental spending bill. Um, I, I'm told that there is something in the works uh, on COVID spending, whether this is included is is uh, whether this testing money is included is it remains to be seen. But the money is sitting there. It's not going to cost Michigan taxpayers more money up front. I mean, yes, this is federal debt, but um, but it's 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 sitting there and, and, and it can be spent at any time. But the, the window is closing for the effectiveness of this, especially since we are in this fourth surge and, and so many uh, medical experts are predicting that uh, we could see this surge on a continued high caseload, high hospitalization load well into the winter. And so uh, the time to, to, to deploy this money uh, has probably already passed, really, uh, at least in being effective. But there, you know, there's still time, though. Mm. Okay. Chad Livengood, Senior Editor at Crane's Detroit Business. Always great to have you here with us on Detroit Today. Thanks so much for joining the show. Thanks for having me. That's going to do it for us today. I'll be back tomorrow, and I hope you will too. This is 1019 WDETFM, Detroit's NPR station, your connection to news, music, and conversation. We'll talk again tomorrow.